tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. It's time for the Roundtable with Round Daddy. Hey, Round Daddy. The Roundtable with Round Daddy. Me, James Striebel, Big Daddy. With your host, James Striebel. Hey, Round Daddy, James Striebel. Gotcha. On ESPN 680 and 105.7. Does Louie have a response to the besmirchment of his facts regarding Michigan State's net ranking? Here's my response, and I will tell you just what I told James Black. If you want to know why Striebel is in drive time and why he's great at sports talk radio, it's the following. He says Michigan State stinks without watching them by only looking at their record, right? Not about who they played or how they play or who's on their team or anything else. They just stink, right? And it's in his best interest in his own mind that Izzo stinks and Calipari's great, right? So he says, oh, the net is bunk. I really like Ken Palm. Great. So I just literally pull up Ken Palm. And Zach, I did not know the Ken Palm ranking for Michigan State because I do not follow them as part of my job. They're two spots ahead of Kentucky going into the game last night in the Ken Palm. And then we learned on that show that the Ken Palm is bunk too. Okay, so so if you want to do sports talk radio, just say something. Don't have facts to back it up. And then when you get facts, say why the facts are stupid. That's Sports Talk Radio. That's Sports Talk Radio right there, and that's why Round Daddy's the best. You got that right, Louis Rabot. Thank you for the shout-out, my friend. Enjoyed that very much. 437-9680-UPS-JOBS text line. It's a roundtable. It's a Friday. It's a snow day. So grab a coffee or a hot chocolate or a hottie toddy or whatever it is you drink and join us. We got you from 3 to 6. James Black producing today's effort. I'm James Damn right you are. Max Godby, he'll be in uh, sometime here shortly, the next uh, 20 minutes or so. The next segment, our good friend, old Gooby, uh, he'll be here ready to go. And yeah, it's going to be a fun show today. Uh, we have local media backing Kenny Payne. That's what we're going to start with here in just a few minutes. Uh, Kentucky starting to pick up some Final Four buzz. Uh, what's going on at Sports Illustrated? We'll dive into that as well. Why aren't more people talking about Antonio Reeves as... You know, first-team All-American SEC Player of the Year. Oh, I don't know. Uh, you know, college basketball player of the year. Well, why Why is he not getting that kind of – I'm not saying he is, but he should be being talked about like that. Carter Knox visiting this weekend at Kentucky. Will he lock it up there? Liam Cohen, he's still recruiting, so what does that mean? And tons more mixtape 530. And, uh, yeah, yeah, James, how you doing today? Looking good in that red Puma uh, sweatshirt. Uh, you, I got Puma shoes on right now. Yeah, I'm doing good, man. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you. Now, this is a this is a birthday weekend for me, James. I, I turned 42 on Sunday. I'm, I'm going to go meet a buddy of mine after the show at uh, Southern Indiana Hotspot Cluckers uh, for, for for a little beer, a little uh, IU basketball. They play tonight, I think. Yeah, they do. And so that, the place is going to be popping. There's going to be a lot of uh, discussion of, 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 of Bobby Knight. Uh, Mike Woodson doesn't understand rotations and 
and he doesn't know that they need to shoot more threes. Maybe some Isaiah Thomas talk baked in there. Dan Dockich may make an appearance. I don't know, but it's going to be an exciting night in Southern Indiana. Now, when it comes to birthday weekends, James, I don't, I don't know how you are, uh, but but I, I'm way past the phase of you know a, a birthday week celebration and even like a, a late night out on the town birthday celebration. I, I'm more low key. The, the last time I did something big is when I turned 40 when my wife and I went on a cruise. Uh, but you know that's that's for that was for the 40th birthday. What do you do for a 42nd birthday? You, you go have a beer at Cluckers and, and watch Indiana uh, get beat at Wisconsin and then go out to eat with the family on, on Saturday. So that's, that's pretty much my plans for the weekend. I, I don't know. Do you still do the birthday thing, James? Do you go all out? No, I, I really have never gone out all out for a birthday. Really? I mean, like the main years, but no, I'm not. Like 21, you did something to 21, right? I can't even remember that long ago. But. Oh, really? Oh, I went to Molly Malone's. <laughs> like I had a 40th, a good 40th birthday party. I was okay. kind of like you at the UK postgame show for Louisville UK football. Oh, that was your 40th birthday? <laughs> no, but I was like that, you know, on my Oh, 40th. you were like that. Gotcha. I thought you produced. I thought, like, I don't remember that, James. No, but no, no, I would. No. Yeah, well, good for you. You des- you deserve it. Everyone deserves that every once in a while. My next big birthday will be 50. Uh, when I turn 50, I'm eight yep. years away from that. We'll do that up. And when my wife turns, she's not 40 yet. She's still she's still younger than right, I am. Right, right. So she, she's got a couple years. But when she turns 40, we're going to do something big for that. Do another destination trip type deal yeah, there. So, oh, yeah, yeah. So that's that's enough. That's enough self-indulgence by me. I, I, that's enough. That's enough round daddy uh, uh, catch up that we've done today. All right. We did have one, one more thing. One, one, more, one more thing for self-indulgence. I did have a snow day today, James. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. I got the uh, text at about 5 a.m. No school today. Uh, so I got to sleep in, uh, woke up, had the, the copious amounts of coffee, got to spend a lot of time with the with the baby, with the baby today. So that was nice. The kids went out and built a snowman, uh, all that good stuff. They're, they're still building snowmen. You ever build a snowman, James? Uh, yeah, I have. I've got two daughters. I have. Oh, yeah. Okay. So my kids are old enough now to I don't have to go out there and do that anymore. Oh, yeah. It's great. <laughs> I can say, hey, put on your snow boots and get, get the hell out. And just, and I, I'm, 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 hanging out, I'm hanging out with the baby. Like, it's me and a three-month-old drinking coffee, watching Maury Povich. Yeah, uh, that's what, that. you know, <laughs> that's, what, that's what was going on today. They're out in the snow playing. I'm like, I don't have to go out there. This is great. Uh, so, yeah, plenty of that uh, and more today. So, we'll go ahead and start here. You know, we, we did a lot of sound and discussion with Phil Baker yesterday uh, in terms of Kenny Payne year one. And, um, you know, that that was his words. Uh, and no, no one took him out of context. No one misconstrued what Kenny Payne had to say about that. And, and you know, that, that ticked a lot of Louisville fans off. And, and rightfully so, because there are coaches out there that are in year one uh, this season, and they're, they're doing a pretty damn good job you know we, we highlighted uh, uh georgia tech uh south florida uh they defeated uh top 10 last night memphis team we'll get more to that later so so you know jerome tang last year you know he he was a first year coach he he got a bunch of dudes in the transfer portal and went to an elite eight so you know kenny payne being six and eleven in quote year one with one of the worst non-conference schedules in the history of Louisville basketball and also to add on top of that not only is the, is the non-conference uh, schedule terrible uh, the ACC is bad uh, you know it, it, it we talked yesterday with Zach Austin about how you know Indiana has uh, not many opportunities to get quad one wins in the Big Ten I mean they've got an opportunity tonight they have an opportunity 
against Illinois early next week. And then after that, it's it's a bunch of bums. And and I think they play Purdue one more time, or they might have one or two more opportunities. You know, ACC is the same way. I mean, your quad one uh, teams for sure, your North Carolinas, your Dukes, uh, those teams are very, very good. Uh, Miami's kind of falling off that list, you know, losing to Louisville and then, you know, turn around and losing to Florida State. That's a bad basketball team. That's not a tournament uh, team. They did that Wednesday night before Louisville played. So, you know, this ACC is a watered down ACC. So 6-11 and 11 with one of the weakest non-conference schedules uh, in the history of your program and a bad conference slate, not because the ACC is historically bad the teams this year are just bad i think louisville fans and acc people would agree with me on that so to 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 sit and act like six and eleven in year you know again quote year one uh with with that kind of schedule makes it even worse and so you look and, and you see the majority of louisville fans the people on on air with 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 us over on 93.9 over here on 680, 105.7, you know, roundly agree. You might have a few out there. They're still like, oh, well, you know, maybe this is year one and da-da-da, this, that, and the other. But I think most Louisville fans, 90% or more, agree with the notion that this near year one talk is silly. And then in rocks walks our good friend Rick Bozich. <laughs> And so he was he was on with uh, Eric Crawford yesterday. Uh, they do like a little web series together where they talk about local teams, and and that's one of the reasons why he he doesn't do uh, the, the weekly spot on the show anymore. He has more obligations doing that, uh, so we don't talk to him weekly like we used to. I still I'm going to try to get him on next week, James. I'm going to try to get Rick Bozich on next week and see if we'll talk about this Kenny Payne year one stuff. Because I think Louisville fans want to hear from Rick because he's been the Kenny. Payne guy. He's been the Kenny Payne uh, backer in terms of Louisville media. And he was he doesn't shy away from it. Uh, he, he embraces it. Uh, he, he's an old school guy. He likes Kenny Payne personally. Uh, and so here's what Rick Bozich had to say uh, in response to Kenny Payne saying this is just year one for me. Go ahead, James. You have to keep it in context what he said. CL, uh, who's a friend of ours, framed the question in terms of comparison to Hubert Davis. It's not really a very no. uh, reasonable comparison. Hubert Brown was uh, Hubert Davis was on the staff at North Carolina before he took over with Roy Williams. He took over a team that had Caleb Love, a McDonald's All-American, R.J. Davis, a four or five star recruit who's now probably the best player yeah. in the ACC, Armando Baycott. Kenny Payne didn't have guys like that. He had a lot of guys who he eventually ran off and started over. So I'm probably in the minority. I'm sure I am. But I agree with him. This really is year one for him. Last year, he worked with a lot of guys that that weren't really going to be part of his plan and aren't there anymore. Uh. <laughs> there And there's Dan Nissel. It's good hearing Dan Nissel's voice. Okay, so uh, a couple things here. Now, number one. It is not year one for Kenny Payne. Uh, that season happened. You know, if, if, if we're going to sit here and and I agree with this take uh, that I'm about to say, and, you know, if the NCAA says, well, you know, that season didn't really happen for Louisville. They didn't win the championship in 2013. We all know the season happened and they won that championship, right? I mean, that that's a rallying cry for Louisville fans. Right. The banner. We know that. Yes. We all watched it. <laughs> Yes, right. Yes. That's what, Thank what, you, Strebel. Exactly. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that take. I'm not one of these. That season didn't happen, people. I, I recognize that, that that happened. They won the championship. Right, right, right. I watched Rick Patino uh, jump when the fireworks went off, like he was a, a, a you know a Vietnam veteran having having flashbacks. Like right, I, right. I, I, I saw Hancock hit those threes. I saw Hancock hit, hit those threes. And who was the? Oh God, who was the walk on? The or not the walk on, but the. Uh, it wasn't Dylan Avar. It was. Uh, 
Oh yeah, H- H- Henderson. Tim Henderson, Henderson, Tim Henderson. I saw Tim Henderson right. hit hit the you know hit the threes in, in the final four against Wichita State. Like I saw all right. that happen. He was not a three star, and he was not a three star. <laughs> no, he wasn't. And so this notion, you know, if, if we're going to say if the NCAA took the tournament away, it took the the title away, the season still happened. Well, well, that last season still happened too. Uh, I remember talking about it. I remember talking about it with James. Uh, And the the second part of it that I I vehemently disagree with, this idea that Kenny Payne didn't have a chance to get other guys. <laughs> like he, he he didn't he 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 didn't get any he didn't have an opportunity to get anybody else. We we did all the shows of him whiffing in the portal. All, all the guards that he tried to get and couldn't get. We did the Imani Bates shows. And I'm not saying Imani Bates on that team would have been good or would have made that a tournament team. He probably would have added to the issues if we're all being serious here with it. But I remember doing the shows. Kenny Payne's going to get this guy. Kenny Payne's going to get that. He had an opportunity to get other guys, to get guys that, quote, fit his system, whatever that system was, and he just didn't get them. They whiffed on all of them. He whiffed on every single one of them. Right? And, you know, the, 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 a third part of this the notion that you know he he came in and inherited a bunch of of, of bums. There's Max Gooby. Hello, Max. How you doing? Uh, he inherited a bunch of bums. Okay, okay, fair enough. But that's not how they were talked about in the off season by the media, by Kenny Payne, by fans. Y'all tell me we're telling me Sid Curry was going to body Oscar Seabway. I remember those conversations too. I remember talking about how L. Ellis was going to you know. Body case of Wallace and all these other players, and Jalen Withers is an NBA player, and all. That. So th- th- this notion that Kitty Payne again, they may have been a bunch of bums. Did Jalen Withers look like a bum on Wednesday night when he put up fifteen and ten? No, he didn't. He looked like a better player. And Rick Bozich also wrote this article where he looked around the country at other guys, and this is this is this is the contradiction that that Rick gets himself in trouble with here. Where he looks around the country, and, and, and the t- title of the article is, uh, da, 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 where is it? Uh, here he goes. UofL, UK, IU, Basketball, Old Friends Alert, Top 10 Edition, where he's looking at guys that used to be a part of Kentucky and IU and Louisville, and how are they doing right now? Okay, so we, we I scroll down. Uh, I skip over Archie Miller. <laughs> he's got Archie Miller there. Withers, okay, so like Jalen Withers. Says here, he's number nine on Rick's list. He scored 25 points with 16 rebounds in the Tars Hills' last two games. Better than that, he's cut his turnover rate from 25.3 to 20.6. Withers has also improved his shooting percentage, two point shots from 44.5 to 61.5. Withers will play in the NCAA tournament for the first time in his career. Book it. What happened? I thought Withers sucked. I thought he was a bum. He's not KP's guy. He stinks. He stinks. Right? That's the excuse, right? Kenny Payne didn't have his guys. He didn't have good players. Withers looks like a better player, right? Okay, there's another one. Scroll down a little bit past Quinn Slazinski, past Savir Wheeler, who's he still stinks. Uh, number five, Dre Davis. Y'all, y'all remember Dre Davis, right? He was on the team last season. Yeah. His brother was supposed to come too. His brother was like a four-star recruit. They both went to Seton Hall. How's Dre Davis doing this season? Here we go. The Pirates are tied for first place with defending national champion UConn in the Big East and have a win over the Huskies on their record. In his second season with the Pirates, after two years with Louisville, Davis has been in the middle of the Seton Hall improvement. He's the team's third leading scorer at 13.8 points a game, which is a big jump from what he was doing at Louisville under Kenny Payne. Again, I didn't think Kenny Payne had any players. 
L. Ellis doing pretty good at Arkansas. I know Arkansas stinks and they're losing all the time, but L. Ellis's numbers haven't dropped off since he went to since he since he or well, they have dropped off because he's not shooting all the shots, but he's still a good player. Okay, Matt Cross. Okay, actually, he was told to leave under Chris Mack. Never mind. I'll skip Matt Cross because he didn't come back uh, with Kenny Payne. But uh, he's averaging 15.9 points and 8.9 rebounds in the Atlantic 10. So there you go. Keon Brooks is number one. He's actually third. uh, Sorry, second in the Pac-12 in scoring. But I say all that to say all the points that Rick Bozich brought up about year one wasn't really year one was bogus. It's bogus. The season happened. It's not anybody's fault but Kenny Payne's that he couldn't get guys. And some of these guys that he ran off are better basketball players this season with different teams. They were not devoid of talent. I remember those conversations last year, too. I listened to Ethan Moore uh, and Taylor Lynch on the postgame shows. Caller after caller after caller. This team has talent. This team has talent. This team has talent. This proves that team had talent. To some extent, they weren't rolling out there with the same type of players that Tom Crean had when he took over Indiana his first season, when they only won six games. So year one did happen. Year two is happening, and it still stinks. And this team does have talent. Mike James is a good basketball player. Brandon Huntley Hatfield, if you want to give Kenny Payne credit for anything, that dude's turned into a baller. That dude's making himself some NIL money and some portal uh yeah, some portal dudes look his way. Mike James is saying. Sky Clark's a little erratic at times, but he's not a terrible basketball player. He's a in my opinion, he's not a starting point guard, but he's a he's a good sixth, seventh man off the bench guard. So there's talent on this roster. I thought Trey White was going to be in the NBA. He's one of the pack, one of the best freshmen in the Pac-12. So what's his excuse this year? And that's why that argument by Bozich and others that are defending Kenny Payne, how are you going to spend it this time? Is year two not going to exist too? Is it, does year two not going to count? If, if Kenny Payne wins eight games, he wins two more games in the ACC, he finishes the, game, the, the season with eight wins, what's the excuse going to be then? Well, you know, it's a year, year, it was only year one. It's only year one. I mean, what, what do you expect in year one when all these other first-year coaches are out there busting ass and Louisville fans are stuck watching this garbage? So there's that is. Oh, Texter, Dre Davis never played under KP. Why did I think he played under Kenny Payne? No, he, he did not. It was the year before. It was the year before. That was my fault. And my I like fault. what Texter is saying. The pay counted last year. The, oh, yeah, the pay counted last year. That's my fault on Dre Davis. For some reason, I thought he was on that team. That's my bad. My bad about Dre Davis. But, yeah, the the, uh, the, the, no, the pay counted absolutely. The pay counted absolutely. Kenny Payne got paid. Uh, and the money that UofL lost. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that also counted. So there's that. Uh, before we uh, take a break here in a few moments, and I read some texts, uh, but I just got this. We'll we'll, we'll hold the uh, Kentucky Final Four stuff to the next segment, James. Um, Sports Illustrated, man. I, I don't know if you. I just I just alerted this to James uh, before we got on the air, and apparently Sports Illustrated is laying like everybody off, um, and that's not a good sign. But it says here this is from Sports Illustrated Union at si underscore union on twitter uh this is their statement today on the mass layoffs of sports illustrated uh we have fought together as a union to maintain the standard of this storied publication that we love and to make sure our workers are treated fairly for the value they bring to this company it's a fight we will continue mitch goldrich nfl editor and 
uh, and unit chair. Uh, then it goes on earlier today, the workers of Sports Illustrator notified that the arena group is planning to lay off a significant number, possibly all of the guild represented workers at SI, a result of authentic brands group ABG revoking arenas license to publish sports illustrated this is another difficult day and what has been a difficult four years for first sports illustrated under arena group previously the maven uh stewardship we are calling on abg to ensure the continued publication of si and are allowed to serve our audience the way it has for nearly 70 years we expect the arena group to honor all the terms of our union contract and we will fight for every one of our colleagues to be treated fairly quote we have fought together as a union to maintain the standard of this storied publication that we love and to make sure our workers are treated fairly for the value they bring to the company it is a fight we will continue again that's mike goldrich nfl editor and unit chair so that's crazy man I mean, sports illustrated I mean, has been a, a standard uh, in the sporting world, again, for 70 years, 70 years. That is that is a, you know, that's a mainstay. Oh, my goodness. And I just, oh, I just got excited here, James. My guy, Isaac Weishaupt, just, uh, he just dropped the uh, Book of Enoch, Who Are the Nephilim and the Watchers, Occult Arts, Cannibalism, and the End of Times podcast. So you know what I'm doing tonight? You know what I'm doing tonight, James, after I get home from Cluckers, after I have a few bush lights at Cluckers, I'm popping. Pop on that podcast everybody go subscribe to occult symbolism and pop culture if you want to all right let's read some text before we get uh our good friend max god being here uh texters 100 big rig it's terrible coaching period and i don't agree with you that much okay thank you very much <laughs> i appreciate it oh and by the way they also showed um the kitty pain year zero here here are the here are the stars this is great here thank you texture i saw this earlier i forgot to add it Devin Ree, four stars. Mike James, four stars. L. Ellis, four stars. Roosevelt Wheeler, four stars. Brandon Huntley Hatfield, five stars. Fabio Basili, three stars. JJ Trainer, four stars. Hersey Miller will skip him. Uh, Sid Curry, three stars. Kamari Lands, four stars. Uh, Jalen Withers, four stars. Okay, so uh, so uh, one five star, seven four stars, and two three stars. Okay, and here's you know the teams we lost to didn't have a lot of stars. So uh, yeah, multiple teams that you <laughs> lost to exactly. So here. Here's, here's Hubert Davis. He had one five-star, nine four-stars, three three-stars, and five zero-stars. Uh, Kenny Payne had four zero-stars. So the average star ranking under Kenny Payne, 2.78 in, in year one or year zero. Average star ranking under Hubert Davis, his, again, this is his first year, 2.77. 2.77. Wow. So Kenny Payne actually on paper had a better group on paper than Hubert Davis in his first year. Thank you, Texter, for that. Texter 3791. Appreciate that. That's ridiculous. That they were not devoid of talent. That is stunning. I didn't I haven't seen the comparison. No, I saw that and forgot about it. There was another one with Jerome Tang. He brought in ten transfers, two yeah. new players. They won fourteen games the year before. Yeah, they went fourteen. The they went to the Elite Eight. Yeah, yeah they, they won fourteen years, fourteen games a year before, and went then they went to the Elite Eight. Uh, Texas, I think it's appropriate that Josh Hurd's part in the current UVL basketball situation uh, be bought out. <laughs> Texter Jerry Eve said, "Give Kitty Payne four years, and Love will be back in the tournament." <laughs> yeah, b- back in the tournament. Four years back in the tournament. Don't worry, Cards fans. In, in two more years, you'll be back in the tournament. Not. 
contending for a Final Four or a national championship, you'll just be back in the tournament. T- two more years. Uh, Texter Bozich has no shame when it comes to KP. I used to respect his sports opinion two years ago. KP's win percentage is 20%. Uh, last time I checked, KP is the head coach. Absolutely. Uh, it's last year didn't happen, and he needs to return the paycheck to the university. Uh, Texter, where's Gooby snowplowing? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to ask Max here because he lives on, like, country roads. So I'm wondering how it uh, – oh, thank you. I got a birthday card, and it's uh, uh, women's derrieres with happy birthday written on it. I, I, I appreciate that. <laughs> Texter, wife and I are listening to you in Antigua for our 35th and 37th birthdays. Make the trip stream. Wow, Antigua. Well, first off, thank you. And secondly, happy birthday. When is your birthday's birthday buddies? Antigua, that's the first time I've ever had someone listening somewhere other than the United States. That's awesome, James. Right, and it makes me think of your coach. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Just think of Orlando Antigua. Uh, Texter, congrats on the birthday. My eight-year-old was born just after my 42nd birthday. Old dad's rule. You're damn right. Yes, I'm an old dad as well uh let's see your texter xavier booker played two minutes for michigan state <laughs> texter cringy jd shelburne video oh yeah i saw it it's we, we we may need to play that we 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 need we need to play that uh texter need the jerry chant sounder when me and andy and, and perrin johnson for all jerry eves jerry eves <laughs> all right all right you want to take a break james yeah sure all right, let's take a break. We'll get uh, Max Godby in here uh, on the other end. Uh, we'll also talk about Kentucky making waves with Final Four talk. Gary Parish and a lot of people at CBS Sports uh, like the Cats in the Final Four. Who else do they like? And uh, tons of stuff more here on the roundtable. Hey, guys, uh, you know, erectile dysfunction is never a fun topic to discuss. It can be a little uncomfortable at times uh, to talk about that, but it, it's something that happens. It's a common occurrence, uh, especially in men of a certain age. And not only does it affect uh, confidence, and it can ex- it can also affect uh, your relationship. Uh, obviously, the intimacy portion of that is a very very important part. And and maybe you know your your wife or your significant other is like you know what that's not it's not that big of a deal. It's okay, but in reality. To them, it is a big deal because if we're talking about marriage or relationships, the intimacy intimacy part is a major part of it. As, as much as trust and affection and everything else, intimacy is 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 at the top when it comes to your relationship. So go ahead and and and, and you can change that. You can make it to where it's top priority list once again and you don't have to feel embarrassed about it anymore and your significant other your wife they'll, they'll love it too go to tri-state men's health and they have treatments that work when the pills or the herbals fail they have a treatment with success rate over 90 percent and you can even last an hour or more so you can you can break your old record when you're in your 20s in, in your 40s or your 50s how about that your wife will love that for sure tri-state men's health has four locations cincinnati louisville dayton and columbus so this is a country wide uh, organization they have great people that work there uh they're very helpful they're very knowledgeable and it's a 99 dollars consultation and includes a a, a consult with with an expert and a medical provider and listen they'll give you a test dose in the office if the test dose does not work in the office it's a free visit that 99 dollars is refunded to you a free visit but hey it's going to work. Not only is it going to work, you can be back in the bedroom that day. So give them a call today, 800-900-9654, 800-900-9654, or visit tristatemenshealth.com. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. 
with video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Jerry Eves, Jerry Eves, Jerry Eves, Jerry Eves, Jerry Eves. Get that man a microphone. Let's go. Let's go. Welcome back to the Roundtable with Round Daddy. Now here's Round Daddy, James Striebel. Thanks to George and the Beer Nose team for bringing by lunch to ESPN Louisville. Beer Nose has you covered for the big games this weekend. You got a lot of NFL, a lot of college basketball. It's a loaded weekend, so grab yourself some pizza. It's also your spot before and after events or concerts at the KFC Yum Center. Now, it's moved, okay? The downtown Beer Nose on Market is now open at 301 West Market, just a block from the KFC Yum Center and right next to Kentucky International Convention Center. Okay, they've got... Now, Max, I don't know if you're aware of this, but Frozen, the hit Broadway musical, January 24th to February 4th is at the Kentucky Center for the Arts. If you could stop by your neighborhood, Bear Nose, and register to win uh, uh, tickets to see Frozen on Wednesday, January 31st, 2024. So if anybody out there has uh, daughters or, or, or sons or whoever likes Frozen, go check out Bear Nose, any of your Bear Nose, and register to win to see Frozen January 31st, 2024. Yeah, it's that good Bear Nose pizza. So there you go. How you doing, Max? Good, good. You going to check out Frozen, the Broadway musical? <laughs> I mean... No, but <laughs> I encourage everyone else to. Yes, it sounds good. Now you have now your son. He he has a very limited stuff of what you watch because you, you you did the smart thing. You're like, no, no, no. We're not going to play this game of you know you get to dictate. I'm going to. I'm the father. Yes. I dictate. What you has he watched Frozen yet? I think I think my wife let him watch that. Like he was like a year old. Yeah. Oh, at that age. It, yeah. Yeah. They don't really know what's going on. Yeah. And I, and it, again. It, it, he he's he's based his entire personality off of like three things cars um yeah. space and like star wars those are great things to base your personality off and of dinosaurs. Yeah, I already, oh yeah i already i already like him yeah, dinosaurs too <laughs> have you ever been to that um they do the the dinosaur like the, oh jurassic quest yeah jurassic quest we, yes we were we had a scheduling conflict but we definitely were thinking about doing it's that. a lot of fun yeah. I, I took when when my oldest were younger we took them there we Kellen before Kellen had siblings we took him and it was it was awesome it, it's a lot of fun took him to lunch afterwards so if he if, if if Judd likes dinosaurs I highly recommend it they're animatronic they're cool but they're not like too scary right they have like little dinosaurs you can ride around and stuff it's a lot of fun man you, you definitely check I, that I out I know on a social media perspective they were blasting it on um, Facebook and Twitter Oh, yeah. Like, it seemed like every other reel <laughs> was Jurassic Quest. <laughs> it's, it's worth it's it. It's like, we know you have kids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're going to take them. We know what you're looking at. We can hear <laughs> we can hear your child's voice from your phone. That's the weirdest, man, is like when you're when you're talking about something and the ads for it start popping up. Dude, or, I, I think you can read your mind because there's times where I've thought about yes. something and it pops up. And I'm like, what the bleep just happened here? So, I, I, I'll tell you this. So, I'm working... 
with my regular job, I'm working on a really big project, and the customer that we're working on, anytime I, I get come home and my wife asks me about my day, the name of this customer comes up every single time. I'm working on I'm <laughs> yeah. working on this for this customer, and with that, it was strictly on YouTube. YouTube started playing commercials of it. Oh wow. Yeah. No, nothing nothing else in my search history would dictate for this customer yeah and it was just like bro it's like okay so you are listening you are Cause, listening because no, because none nothing because it's on my personal phone so it was like i have not typed in this customer's name at all but yet i'm getting directed advertisements for this customer and that's why i think because of that this is, i always think it's funny when people are like you know, I don't want to put this out there because I don't want the government to know what I'm doing. I'm like, well, do don't you have do you, do you have a do you have a cell phone? Yeah, they have everything. Yeah, like they, they have everything. I, I'm not joining Facebook because I don't want my stuff out there. Again, do you have a cell phone? Yeah, they have everything yeah. anyway. Do you, have a so, do you have a social security number? Well, good point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You're branded your own at that point. <laughs> exactly. All right, four three seven nine six eight UPS jobs text line. Glad to have Max here. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll catch up with uh, some football ball stuff here in a little bit max i know you're still uh kind of uh talking about the liam cohen stuff and then you have that an alabama uh reality check that you want to get to that it that what so that was an accident oh it was an accident it was an accident uh but alabama uh, stuff that you want to get to as well oh, yeah. I, i'm like you i find it funny they lost a major quarterback recruit today so we'll, we'll get to that later for sure because i know you want to get on a soapbox about that um <laughs> but uh, i know you were able to watch uh, kentucky play basketball on wednesday night and we'll do some uh, kentucky basketball here uh, in this segment in the next um what were, you, what were your thoughts your takeaways uh from it uh for for me real quick um Love the defensive effort in this game compared to the loss uh, at Texas A&M. Really like the defensive effort there. And then uh, I just continue to be uh, amazed at Antonio Reeves. Uh, you know, he dropped 27, and it, it's just like you, you blink and he's got – you know he's got 15 16 points and then you blink again he's almost has 30 points almost every single game i have a little more on him but but what do you what do you think of the cast performance uh on wednesday night against um uh mississippi state again from an offensive perspective this team is top tier yeah i mean it, it's such a great offensive team and even on the rebounding side I mean, at least they weren't out-rebounded. They tied Mississippi State with 35 rebounds. Which is which, a good thing because Mississippi State's a very good rebounding team. They're very physical. Very physical. And um, of those 35, 26 were defensive rebounds, mm-hmm. which is good. It, it gets back to, though, when you look at offensive rebounds. And we looked at the issue of last week with A&M. You only had nine offensive rebounds. Mm-hmm. So, again, it, it, from a defensive side, there was imp- there was improvements into the game. But, again, it's seeing the offensive rebounds, for me, is still like a got-to-clean-that-up perspective. Yeah. But, for the most part, I think it, it was a it was a great game to respond back. It's what, what's, what I – what uh, I would say with like football, when you lose a game, you lose a key game like that. Don't let A and M beat you twice. Yes, and Mississippi State is not a pushover team. No, it's, they're not. It's this is still a good quality team, and Kentucky be able to come in just handle business and really put the game away early to where Mississippi State was just out of uh, out of reach for the majority of the game. Uh, to me, spoke of a great way of this team to mature and develop 
Really like to see where uh, how they're going to go into the game against Georgia, though. Yeah, Georgia's, and we'll get to Georgia here in a little bit. That's not a. I mean, they're they're much better than Georgia teams of the past yes. when it comes to basketball. And, and and to your point on Mississippi State, you know, not being a pushover team, they had they were ranked eighth in the country of all basketball in, in defensive efficiency, and Kentucky still was able to put up ninety points on them. Uh, Kentucky now leading the country in points per game at ninety point eight. After that game, they they took over the lead. Uh, so they like to your point, you know, being fun offensively leads the country in points so uh, maybe maybe if Liam Cohen does stay maybe he can talk to to uh, John Welch or John Calipari and, and discuss you know what it, what it takes to make an offense tick uh, because I'd like to see it on the football side of things but along with all this Kentucky's offensive prowess and their offensive numbers they're starting to gain some steam when it comes to Final Four talk. Okay, yes. so CBS put out an article uh, earlier today uh, talking about this stuff. Okay, uh, uh, actually, it was uh, this was on yeah CBS first degree. Uh, CBS uh, uh, talked about it. So go ahead, uh, James uh, Gary Parish. Uh, he was uh, talking about this on. On Twitter, okay, take your time. You're good, James. Uh, on Twitter, about his final four selections, and um, it wasn't again. It wasn't just. It wasn't just uh, Gary Parish, uh, Wally Zerbiak, uh, John Rothstein, uh, Chris Walker. All these guys were talking about. Kentucky in the Final Four. This is what uh, Rothstein had to say. Uh, quote, Rob Dillingham and Reed Shepard remind me of the dynamic uh, that UCLA in 13-14 with Bryce Alford and Zach Levine off the bench. So there's 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 that uh, component to it as well. Uh, but but uh, I mean, there, there, there are some juicy juicy names here <laughs> in, in the Gary Parrish in the Gary Parrish Final Four. Are you alright, Max? I'm good. I, it, I was... I was trying to do lefty loosey righty tidy in my head for this microphone. Yeah, and I, apparently I was going loosey righty and <laughs> the le- and yeah t- and tidy, and tidy lefty, tidy lefty uh, by accident. But no, you, you've got it. You've got to figure it out there. That microphone does that all the time. I'm glad that you're but, just able to fix it because I'm not. But to, to your point on this, why fix this microphone is the the. <laughs> This is not like the hot take. It, it it seems to be with any like sports journalists mm-hmm. that it's always like the most extreme take at that moment as much as humanly possible. Like when Trevor oh, Lawrence, sure. when Trevor Lawrence beat uh, single handedly beat Alabama in the national championship. Yes, and everyone was like, "Oh my gosh, should he sit out in all of next year because he's like the greatest quarterback to ever play in everything?" It's like. <laughs> Hold on. Slow down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, great game. <laughs> yeah, great game. Let's let's just see. And it you everyone could have been like that after the Miami game. It's a where, great point. Where everyone could have been like, oh my goodness, this is the greatest Kentucky team in the history of all Kentucky basketball. It's like eh, slow down. Slow down. Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> Th- this to me feels like a very grassroots a very organic respect that's growing for Kentucky it's a great way to put it because I mean Kentucky has not had a past a recent history of getting an accolade like that I mean again they lost in the second round to Kansas State they didn't look good in the first round of that tournament either and then the year before that they lost to a Peacock so it's like (laughs) they have not had a good run at all in recent history to now have it's like okay they could make a run here. Yeah, well, th- th- to your point too, I, I I didn't think of it this way, but you're right. The the hesitancy at the beginning of the season 
to buy into this team. Yes. Well, and look, I just I, I agree with it. I didn't disagree with it because it, it, it Cal had, it got himself into a part where it was you know what have you done for you like for me lately? You need to show me. And they were not no longer getting the, the benefit of the doubt. There's been so many seasons where just because they got, had the number one recruiting class or they had a couple draft picks on the team, and it's John Calipari, you know, you put them in the top five, and then they dropped. Okay, well now instead of the top five, we're going to put them in the top ten. And this season's like okay, we're not going to put them in the top ten. We're going to put them in the top twenty. And that was really the first time where I kind of looked around I was like, for the first time in a while, they're not getting the benefit of the doubt. And they've had to grassroots and organically had to work their way into this national conversation. And it wasn't just a given. Is this the first time since Cal Perry's been here that Kentucky has been ranked outside of the top 10? Preseason? Preseason. <sighs> I'd have to look at that. But if it's not the first time, it may have been only the second time. Or I can't time. think of another time. I, I can't think either because even even his first season with John Wall in that career, I think they were like top top number one, number two in the country. Yeah. Then the next year, yeah, I think you might be right. If it's not the first time, it's only the second or the third. It hasn't been very often because right. even that that BJ Boston team that was terrible because they got you know BJ Boston and God rest his soul Terrence Clark and some other guys they were top top ten uh, preseason. So that's a great point by you. All right, let's go ahead and listen to Gary Parish. This is his final four. What he thinks about the cats i'm gonna start my list of final four teams with purdue zach Eady's the best player in the country purdue through the first two months of the season has been the best team in this country computer numbers are great the resume is terrific purdue i've got into the final four after last season's disappointment i'm gonna take uconn and put them in there with them the reigning national champs lost three of the top six from last season's team They've looked similarly good so far this season with a healthy Donovan Klingon. They could go back-to-back Final Fours, even win back-to-back national championships. And I'll round out my Final Four with Kansas and Kentucky. I would like to see a fifth good player emerge at KU. That hasn't happened so far this season, but ultimately it's it's Bill Self. I'll trust him to get there. And then Kentucky, uh, John Calipari's got the most talented roster in the country. That is yeah. often true, but this team has looked the part early in the season. I think the Wildcats get back to the Final Four for the first time since 2015. How about that? An eight, an eight year, an eight year gap, and it's look. It, it's that's it's, wild that it's been that long. It really is, and it, 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 it doesn't. I mean, it Listen feels to y'all. It's wild. <laughs> <laughs> it has been. It's been a. It's been a while since they've been in the Final Four. Just, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It, it's well, it, no, and it, this is why Kentucky basketball fans are not like Alabama football fans that we're able oh, to gosh. say. That we're able to say, man, it's been a minute since we've been back to the Final Four. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it is. It is crazy, and this is look. This it wasn't a make or break year for John Calipari, and we still have a lot of basketball left to play. I mean, they 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 have the rest of the SEC tournament, or the rest of the SEC regular season, SEC tournament, and then the NCAA tournament. There's still a lot of story to be written, but this is the scenario that we wanted to find John Calipari in this season because, again. Not a hot seat season, but fans were restless. You saw the guy last year with the, you know, uh, go to Texas sign at the game when there were rumors bubbling about John Calipari leaving for Texas. I mean, it was not a good relationship between John Calipari and the fans. And so for it to come this far, and now you're one of the hot teams to talk about in college basketball, it feels damn good to do this again. It, it really makes you think because, again, Cal and Stoops are kind of in the same boat right now in the mm. in the form of oh wait a second these these deities can do something <laughs> wrong they yeah. can make people mad and now it's a what have you done for me lately mm-hmm. and you don't really have that 
coverage that you're used to having if you're Cal or Stoops. Yeah. And you're now seeing kind of how Cal Perry has responded to it. It's going to be interesting to see how Mark Stoops responds to it as well. Yeah. But you 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 make a you make a great point on that. It, this is kind of the first time Kentucky fans have been like, show me. Yeah. No, they, they need, they I, need I ain't to be that believe about this number one draft, uh, this number one recruiting class again, or uh, top five recruiting class. I don't care. Show me that you're going to be good at basketball. Right, right. And, and, and this is a, as you said with Alabama, you know, Kalen DeBoer is going to have a lot of showing he needs to do with Alabama fans and with their program. It ain't going to be show me. It's you got three games. <laughs> oh, that's Well, again, we're going to dive into that even more later because I find it astounding. Okay, a couple more things here before uh, we get to a break. Uh, one of the reasons why Kentucky's in this position uh, at Max is, is, you know, Antonio Reeves has been just outstanding this season in his second year we've talked about how you know his game has matured and has expanded i mean right now he's averaging 19.4 points a game uh shooting 51 percent from the field uh right now he's shooting he's shooting 42 percent from three which is absurd 42 <laughs> percent from three 86 percent from the line and he's just been uh fantastic so let me read you his his point totals in the last few games here okay so if i go to the game log so against busy state 27 Against AM, 22. Against Missouri, 14. Against Florida, 19. Against Illinois State, 27. Against Louisville, 30. That's his last three, six games. That's in the, how is this guy not being talked about more around college basketball? Like, I get the Reed Shepard stuff and how good he is. This is the best player on the team right now. If you need a, if you need a bucket, this is the dude you go to to get a bucket and Dalton connect is like kind of the, he's a Tennessee player. He's, you know, he's a transfer from like Colorado, Northern Colorado or something like that. And he's, he's having a great season. Antonio Reeves is right there. I, do, I don't understand. It's because he's an older guy. It's because he's a, you know, a, a sixth year player. He's not young. He's not getting, you know, those NBA looks or whatever. I can't understand Max, how, how Antonio Reeves isn't one of the premier players in the country that everybody's talking about. Cause he's right now. He's an absolute killer, an absolute killer. Well, I think it's because you look at the talent that's on UK's team. It's yeah. it, it would be different if he was a part of a team that just like sucked. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> or or he was like head and shoulders the best player on the team. He It's a good point. He's great. I, I can see that. He's very good. And I agree with you. I think he's the best player on the team right now. But he's got some great supporting actors around him. And I wonder, see, for, for me, I guess that would strengthen the argument more because, okay, you've got Rob Dillingham, you've got Reed Shepard, you've got DJ Wagner, you've got Trey Mitchell, you have all these guys that can score, and you're you're, you're still the best one. If, if you have all these talented players, and among all these talented players, you're the one standing Head and not maybe not head and shoulders, but you're the one kind of standing out amongst all that great talent. To me, that would because if you're on a we, we've had guys on bad teams before here locally where they're averaging all these like L. Ellis last year. L. Ellis L. Ellis averaged a ridiculous amount of points per game because everybody else in his team wasn't doing their part, so he right. took all the shots. With this team, it's not like Antonio Reeves is taking a bunch of shots. I mean, he was here, here's here's how many shots he's taking. He's scoring these ridiculous numbers. Okay, so when he scored twenty seven, he was eight of twelve. When he scored twenty two, he was seven of fifteen. When he scored a fourteen, he was three of nine. When he scored uh, nineteen, he was eight of sixteen. When he scored uh, twenty seven shots, he was ten of fifteen. And when he when he scored thirty, he was ten of sixteen. It's not like he's he's, he's not scoring thirty by taking twenty shots. 
He's taking 12, 15, 16 shots per game. That's the efficiency is nuts with that. So he's not he's not a volume shooter. He's just bleeping good, man. He's just he's just good. Right. And I get I get what you're saying on I get what you're saying on that, but it's also to me, it's like when you talk about like really good football teams, mm-hmm. and I hate to bring them up because they're a bunch of cheaters. But, <laughs> but Michigan, right? How, how 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 often do you talk about McCarthy or their or their running back Blake Horum? Yes. How how many times are they brought up in that conversation sure. versus that entire team? Yeah. Or like the three of their All American offensive linemen. Mm. And their their center, absolutely outstanding, but you're like, well, it's they're all good. They're they're all good. Like it's like it's like they they play so well as a unit. Yeah, and I think that's what happens when you have teams that are at a that are playing at an elite level or playing at such a high level. You forget about the individuality of mm. that team. It's like one. It's it's like one group just playing together. It's it's like one person playing together. That's it, fair. It, it's like when when we would play Bama. Bama's the only team where it was just like you couldn't really pinpoint a dude that was just like a dog. It was like all of the, it's they're like all they, dogs. They, they, <laughs> but they but they were they moved so well together and each player complimented each other because mm-hmm. they they studied the film they were they've gotten so many reps with each other that when one guy would go out the other guy would come in it would it it felt like it was still the number 1 defense out there yeah. it was still all the ones out there so i think when you get when you get guys that are that good that are used to playing uh playing on the court with each other it it almost feels it, it's it it's blurred lines almost. I can see because I mean you could you could also like to your argument too. You could say okay, Antonio Reeves is so much better this year because he has he's he's freed up more. He's not you know because you know people have to key on Reed Shepard and people have to key on Dillingham. People have to key on Trey Mitchell and if they key on them, then that's going to leave Antonio Reeves open. Into the same token, okay, if they, we we turn and we start keying on Antonio Reeves, then Rob Dillingham starts going off. It, it, like I, 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 I get I get I totally right. get your point. I, I get it for and, sure, and, and not downplaying anything. I know you're not, yeah, Reeves, I know Reeves you're not. but it it helps. It, it does help. It helps when you're not visualized as the guy. Like we had to shut him down. Yes, like you I mean, be, you're, you're a chameleon at that point. You've talked you talked about that before. I mean, there's like for A and M, if they would have shut down Wade Taylor, like he's he's the dude they have. If yeah. Kentucky was able to shut him down last weekend, uh, then A and M doesn't win that game. Like right. they lose if you if you shut down. Like for instance, Antonio Reeves only had nine points against North Carolina. Kentucky still won 83 87-83. because mm-hmm. other guys they shut him down. He didn't have his best night, but they still were able to beat the number now the number four team in the country. Yeah. No, that's a great point. Let's read some text here, and um, and uh, we'll get to a break. And then uh, I want to ask you about, since you're talking about hardball, i got a hardball question for you. Oh, uh, texter, look out when a dude comes back, toughness and energy, he's a dog. Absolutely. Hopefully uh, hopefully he comes back sooner rather than later. Uh, no real update on him. And it's not like a serious injury. He's just going through some some body aches. Uh, Tate Texter says, uh, <laughs> Wally Zerbiak looks like the cookie monster. I, I didn't <laughs> I, I think I'll look at him again. I, I, I don't. <laughs> I, I didn't ever make that connection. Uh, do you like the Muppets? Well, first of all, that's Sesame Street, the Cookie Monster. But they're still Muppets because they're like all Jim Henson. 
Like they're all under the same umbrella, the Jim I'm, Henson umbrella. Yeah, they, but they're not, though. They are Muppets. They're not. They are like Kermit the Frog. He would do like uh, guest spots on on Sesame Street. Okay, he was a guest on it. That's true. Yeah, because they're like they're all they're like all cousins. Like Cookie Monsters is he's cousins with Skeeter. Bro, I am too tired to get into the lore <laughs> and the mythology of Muppets with you. Well, okay, I was not mentally prepared for okay, this conversation. Set, set Cookie Monster aside. Let's say he's not a Muppet, but do you like the Muppets in general? I used to. It's like those old guys. The the old like the older movies were good. Now Muppets Take Manhattan, Treasure, great movie. Hey, no, Muppet Treasure Island. Banger. That's great. Absolute yeah. banger. I, and I like it. the Christmas uh, Carol. The Christmas Christmas Carol. Oh, with, my son loved it. Absolutely yeah. loved it. Did you hear? Uh, so they asked because Michael Caine like is like a great Scrooge. Like he's fantastic. They asked how them, they got Michael Caine to do that movie. I have no idea. I know he's because he's great. And they asked they asked such Michael a well respected actor to have a puppet rat. And Gonzo. <laughs> Gonzo, yeah. Well, they asked him, they said, you know, how did you how did you prepare for the movie? He's like, I acted like they were like real people instead of puppets. He was like, I, I just, I, he's like, I did. Wow, he's like, great did. acting tips on that one. Yeah, because well, he's like, you get overwhelmed. He's like, you get overwhelmed. But I was like, okay, I, I'm delivering lines to a sock, basically. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, I, I'm having a conversation with a sock. And it, 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 it would have to take like great acting to be like, okay, I still have to deliver these lines like I'm like I'm talking to Laurence Olivier. Like, you know, like, like I'm talking to Christian Bell, Batman, or something like that. And the same token, you talk about Muppet Treasure Island they asked Tim Curry who played Long John Silver in that the same question they were like you know how and he's like I just pretended I was a Muppet he's like <laughs> <laughs> that is the most Tim Curry answer yeah, he's like he's like I was like you know what I, I'm acting with Muppets I'm a Muppet too and I so thought they, I was a Muppet so they, <laughs> so they took two completely different avenues <laughs> put in both great performances great performances I think mean, Tim Curry was great as Long John Silver uh, texter John Rothstein was so mad Kentucky won because he couldn't send out his Chris Jans is the dentist tweet. Agreed. Texter got God be likes Miss Piggy. Riggs' little sister. My sister's not Miss Piggy. Just because I'm a pig doesn't mean my sister doesn't look like a pig at all. Is, is that the pig texter? Yeah. No, no, it's a different texter. But oh. the, the pig texter had a banger yesterday. It was you really it? good. I'll try to find it, but there's been so many texts that have gone through. Uh, pig texter, if you're listening, copy and paste <laughs> your copy pig text tweet. and send it back from yesterday because it was really good. <laughs> Texter, could your knowledge of the Pacific Theater be because it was fought mainly? Well, it has to be for Biscuit. Uh, Biscuit had to be like, talking military over there. <laughs> Texter, did you like Fraggle Rock? Oh, hell yeah, I like Fraggle Rock. Fraggle Rock was awesome. Dude, I, I felt like Fraggle Rock gave me a contact high when I was a little kid. Yeah. You, you know, like those, those memories that you have that, because I, I, I couldn't even remember Fraggle Rock as a show. Like, I, <laughs> I legit, in my 30s, went and YouTube and just searched <laughs> what I remember. Right. But I, Fraggle Rock was never a show for me, but I remember it being on. Right. And it, it would was, freak it was, me out. It was when I was a kid. It was like super popular in the right. early 80s when I was young. So when like you had all the little Muppet characters. And the Doozers. All, yeah, and then you had all of a sudden these monsters and the monsters freaked me out. Okay. So, okay, so there's a different level. So they had the monster ones that like they live like 
outside of Fraggle Rock. Yes. And then you had the Fraggles. Yes. And they lived there. And then you had the little the little construction guys, the Doozers. Okay, dude. Get, get, come but, on. But, but no, this, no this, this was disturbing. No, I'm going to tell you it's disturbing. Okay, so even more disturbing. What was disturbing was the giant monsters that were walking they, around. They were. They were disturbing. But so the Doozers were like these little construction guys, and they'd build these buildings. And the Fraggles would come like they would just walk up and just start eating the doozers construction they would eat it and it would be like i said like these little guys are working really hard and like i can't remember the fraggles names but they'd walk up they start eating all this this hard work that they do and then the doozers had to start over again i'm like can you just leave them alone like their food was based on construction work it was it was bizarre and then they lived in like this old man's house and they had a dog and it was the whole thing was a trip. are we talking about the same show yeah fraggle rock yes i promise you I thought they lived underground. They did live underground, but it was but like they lived in an old man's house. His, also, like the, like he yeah, show got off the rails. Underneath underneath the old man's house is where Fraggle Rock was, and then on the other so you had the old man's house, then you had Fraggle Rock, and the other side of Fraggle Rock you had the big giant monsters. <laughs> Jim Henson was a genius. Did you see Labyrinth? Jim Henson was something. Yeah, he was genius. <laughs> I don't know, but he was something. He was on that five hundred two hip. All right, let's let's <laughs> let's take a break. Uh, yes, that was a great text. On the other end, what do I have on my seat of lives? Who, who knows? This show, the way this show's going, who knows what we're going to get into? Oh yeah, I want to talk to Max about uh, Jim Harbaugh here uh, coming up. Uh, Georgia, a little surprising. Uh, Carter Knox is on a visit. Liam Cohen. Uh, I want to get to that too. Uh, that's right in your wheelhouse. Before we do that, hey guys, it is Division Weekend. You know what that means? That means DraftKings Sportsbook, they've got you because they're an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs. And they're bringing you an offer that'll help make the playoffs even better, more electrifying than ever. New customers can bet five bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Everyone also gets a no sweat same game parlay for every playoff game. So go on to the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Check and see what the number lines are. What do you like? What do you not like? You get those parlays. You get those player props. You get everything. Look what boosts they have. They have all kinds of options on DraftKings. Uh, that's what makes them the best. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the code WHPE. New customers can bet just five bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code WHPE. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus physically present in Kentucky. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Opt-in required. One no sweat token issued per eligible day after opt-in. No sweat bonus bet issued based on amount of losing qualifying bet eligibility max reward limits and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms.